0: Greetings, now I bring you The Evil Chocolate Cookie Podcast Hello everyone Sorry about that This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie and I really should have made this podcast months ago I I seriously don't know why I haven't made it yet This is going to be another TV show review And you probably already guessed what it's about, considering what we talked about the other day on my last rant. But, just in case you aren't aware, I'm going to fill you in. So, back in the summer, my sister got me into Stranger Things. Like, she would tell me all about it, and I got interested, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to watch this. Yeah, well, I kind of got hooked. And since it's been such a big deal, it... You know, it kind of made me feel good to be able to get in on something that a lot of other people are enjoying. But, here we are, we're going to talk about it today. I do want to warn you right now, this contains massive, massive spoilers. There, There's going to be a lot of spoilers in here, so if you don't want the series spoiled for you, um, you might want to click off this episode right now. Anyway... So what we're going to do, I'm going to talk about, you know, basically the plot line. I'm going to explain what's going on and then I'm going to tell you what I think about it. That's kind of the way that I like to do these reviews and all that kind of good stuff. So basically, what's going on, you've got, it's set in this town that doesn't exist called Hawkins, Indiana. And there's all kinds of weird stuff happening there. Like, it starts out when one of the main characters goes poof! Like, season one, episode one, someone just disappears. And there's, like I said, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on, but that's the one that starts it. And it's connected to this thing they call the Upside Down. It's an like an alternate dimension, and it is disgusting. I'll get into that here in a little bit. But there's... There's stuff coming out of the Upside Down into Hawkins. There's people disappearing into the Upside Down. And let's just say it's not all pretty. And that's just a very basic synopsis. We're about to get into the nitty gritty here. Like I said, it's, it's crazy. Now, there's a lot of characters. A lot, lot of characters. Even the main group... Is pretty good sized. Well you start out with. Mil- uh, uh, Will. Mike. L- Lucas and Dustin. I'm trying not to get everyone's names mixed up in my head. Like I almost did. Well as I was saying about someone disappearing right off the bat. Yeah that was Will. Will goes, Will goes poof. Which leaves Mike. Lucas and Dustin trying to figure out where he went. And then you have Eleven comes in, coming into the picture. We'll get to her in a minute. And then, of course, you have, you know, Joyce, that's Will's mom, and Will's brother, Jonathan. You've got Mike's mom, Karen. You've got Nancy, Mike's older sister. You, like I said, you've got a whole big bunch of people that come in. Now, I told you we'd get back to Eleven. When we when we meet Eleven, she's running away from something. And at first, we don't know what. We just know she's trying to get away from something. And her thing is, she has... Superpowers, basically. That's how they explain it in the show. That's how I'm going to explain it here. Like, she can control things with her mind. And I, I envy that. I would love to be able to do that. <laughs> but... Yeah, she's she's cool. We find out... We find out as the, as the season goes on that she was raised and... Experimented on in this laboratory that's in the town that is actually causing this whole big mess. Because they opened to get to the Upside Down and now things are getting through. And... She's the, she's the only one that's any match for them. And we learn that she ran away from them and she's trying to get you know, get away and they're making her life difficult. And then there's there's a few more people. You've got Nancy's friend Barb. She doesn't stay in there long. You've got Steve who was at the time Nancy's boyfriend. You've got Hopper who's the chief of police and has a serious drinking problem. Like I said, there are a lot of characters and that's just the people you meet in season one. Actually, that's not even everybody. That's just the main ones that are really important in that season. I'm not going to tell you the whole story of the season, but let's, I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll give you highlights. Okay, so I basically said Will goes poof. Well, the lab tries to cover it up, and they plant a fake body to make everyone think Will's dead. Yeah, well, Will's mom doesn't buy it, so she keeps looking and does all kinds of weird stuff and finds out that through the Upside Down, Will can communicate with her through lights. Everyone thinks she's crazy, which turns out to be right. So they end up tracking Will down... It seems like Eleven gets murdered getting rid of the Demogorgon. Oh, I forgot about the Demogorgon. I probably should have explained that. Yeah, well, the Demogorgon is this huge, hideous monster thing that my sister calls it a flower mouth because it's got like these flaps around its face that pop open. And there's lots of teeth in there. Let's just say you don't want to run into one because odds are it will eat you at some point even if it doesn't right then you will become food <laughs> so yeah stay away from the demogorgon well nobody's getting around it anymore cuz it's dead <laughs> but that's that's the synopsis of the first season second season we get in we meet even more people we got Max, and she's going to become very important. Then we've got Billy. We've got Bob. Uh, Is there anyone else? Yeah, well, there are a few more, but I can't remember all their names. Like I said, this show has a lot, lot, lot of characters. And, And we have the Mind Flayer. So, basically, Will gets rescued from the Upside Down. Joyce is a little on the overprotective side sometimes, but I can't really blame her. I mean, if my kid got yanked into an alternate dimension, I'd do the same thing. But basically this thing gets into Will's head and he starts having these weird flashbacks and all this crap. And ends up acting less and less like himself and it's, it's crazy. So they call it the mind flayer because it basically tears your mind apart when it gets into you. Well, they take Will back to the lab, trying to get him some help. And I forgot about Dr. Brenner, but Dr. Brenner will come up a little bit here in, here in a few. Because we don't like him. Like, Dr. Brenner is Satan. It's Satan in human form, basically. Well, we'll get into Dr. Brenner more when we get to season four, because then we really learn more about what's going on. But in this se- in this thing, we meet... This Owens dude who replaces Brenner because they think Brenner's dead. Spoiler alert, he isn't. Although he should be. (laughs) But. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Just this sheer amount of stuff that's happening. Uh. But as I was saying, they take Will to the lab to try to get this figured out. Well, the Mind Flayer has possessed Will and is creating a little army. An army of what, you might ask? They call them demodogs. They grow up to be demogorgons. But at this stage, they're not fully, they're not fully grown yet. Actually, Dustin decides he's going to keep one as a pet because he finds it in his trash can. And it eats his mother's cat. Yeah, don't keep a demogorgon of any form in your house ever. <laughs> that's that's a good way. That's a good way to get killed. I mean, in Dustin's defense, he didn't know at the time. It liked chocolate, by the way. <laughs> but these things, these things are really wreaking havoc they're causing all kinds of trouble and plus will being possessed by the mind flayer and not acting like will in the slightest so and of course i mentioned bob bob is joyce's boyfriend for this season and this season only and you'll see why in just a minute But it is—it's definitely insanity because they get stuck in the lab, and a bunch of demo dogs get loose, and the power's out, and Bob has to go reset the power. Well, bye, bye, Bob. Yeah, Bob kind of gets murdered in front of people, and if I were those people, I'd still be in therapy. That's—it's just—it's horrible. People, people like to hate on season two, and I really don't understand why. I mean, there is so much going on. Like, there are so many subplots, and they are just interwoven together, and it's craziness. And, just just for reassurance, no, Eleven is not dead. Like, she got stuck in the Upside Down, and then Hopper decided to hide her from her friends to keep her safe. And, yeah, let's just say her friends didn't like that very much. Well, she ends up closing the gate, and we think it's all going to be beautiful, but... Now, let's take a break from plot points, and I'll tell you why I said the upside down is disgusting. Well, the upside down—it looks just like our dimension, except there's a bunch of like these growths all over everything, and they're they're like these vines, and there's like spores and all this crap floating around everywhere. And that's not what's gross about it. They're just the sounds that they make in the show. It sounds like they are incredibly slimy. And it's just ew. Like you hear you can hear the sounds from the stuff in the upside down and it's so disgusting. I can't speak to what it actually looks like because I can't see it, but just ew. Oh, believe me there's more gross coming, so you have been warned. Now we move on to season three. There's. Uh, be quiet Siri. I'm recording. We move on to season three. There's a new mall that's just opened up in town. And closed a lot of smaller businesses down. And people are not happy about it. Well it turns out this mall is hiding a little secret. Because under said Mall is a secret lab thing because there are a bunch of Russians trying to open a gate to the upside down for who knows what reason like I wouldn't want to open a gate to the upside down sounds like a bad idea but it's just it's insanity meanwhile the mind flayer didn't actually leave it just went into hiding and it's possessing rats, humans, anything it can get And it's method of getting more stuff to add to its physical form involves having people basically do things to get themselves killed. Like, I know there were rats eating fertilizer, there were people doing all kinds of stupid stuff to get themselves killed, and then once they end up dead, I I warned you there was more gross coming, once they end up dead they basically melt into this goo and attach themselves to the rest of the- Thing, and it's disgusting well we find out that Billy is the leader of this whole big chaos and just just a little bit of background on Billy Billy's kind of a jerk like he's he's Max's stepbrother and he's he's a huge jerk but I understand why he had you know a lot of abuse issues from his dad and all that kind of stuff which I guess would turn anyone into a jerk But the mind flayer turns him into even more of a jerk. So yeah, you can you can see how this is you can see where this is going. And also during this series we have relationship issues because Eleven and Mike are dating. Hopper doesn't like it and tries to split them up. Dustin went to science camp. Or some kind of camp or something like that. And ended up with a girlfriend. And his friends don't believe she actually exists. Spoiler alert, she does. Will's feeling like the odd one. Because everyone else has a partner. And they seem to be so preoccupied. That they kind of forget about him. And honestly it's bad. I mean, seasons one and two. We need to make sure Will is okay. Blah blah blah. Rest season three. Will, who's that? Like it's just pointless. And by the way, at this point in time, Nancy is also dating Jonathan. Like there are people I haven't even mentioned that are important because there are so many characters. Like it's it's insanity. So, yeah. It's one of those cases of what the heck on steroids. Well, let's just say there's a lot of people getting murdered in this season. There's there's a lot of death in the show, period. (laughs) Not near as much as Squid Game, but still quite a bit. So, one of these Russians is this dude named Alexei, and he turns out to be like, really, really cool. Yeah, well he gets murdered for telling the Americans everything. And it sucks too because he was just getting comfortable with these people and he just won this prize at this big celebration they were having and he he was just so thrilled and then poof. Billy also gets murdered by the Mind Flayer after he gets unpossessed, basically. And we think Hopper gets murdered because he's in the room with this big machine trying to open the gate to the upside down, and Joyce has to turn it off. Like I said, this is just scratching the surface. There is so much that I can't even talk about because these episodes are limited to 60 minutes in length and it would take me about three times that to go into the detail that I would like to. If if you've already watched it you'll know otherwise. Well, I should have Warned you not to listen to this this far, but if you have anyway, then you really need to you really need to watch it. But yeah, there's a lot going on. Then we get to season four. Season four, Joyce, Will, Eleven, and Jonathan have moved out of Hawkins and into California and left everyone else back. Except that Hawkins is in for it all over again, and by this point in time, Eleven has also lost her powers. We're, I, I think it had to do with getting kind of attacked by the Mind Flayer in the previous season, but I'm not exactly sure. I, I don't think we ever find out exactly why it happens. But let's just say things are about to get crazy. First episode of season four starts off calmly enough, but then before the episode even ends, yeah, people are getting killed. This is where we meet Vecna, and Vecna is a whole other kind of terror. Basically, Vecna targets people who have dealt with some kind of some kind of traumatic event in their past, and he uses this. To create hallucinations and all that kind of stuff and mess with their heads. And finally, when he gets done having his fun, he actually kills these people. He levitates them and then basically breaks them. Like, he breaks pretty much every bone they've got and kind of crushes their eyes. And it's it's disturbing and disgusting, yet oddly fascinating. And we meet we meet several new people in this time in this one, but Eddie is probably the most important new person we meet this season. And he sort of half wit- witnesses Vecna murdering someone for the first time. But then again, he's framed for it and has to go on the run because he was the last person seen with the person that got murdered. Well, two more people get murdered by Vecna and. Well, two and a half. I'll explain that. See, Max is still haunted by what happened to Billy. So Vecna targets her. Well, fortunately Nancy and Robin, who I also forgot to mention. She comes in in season three working with Steve. Robin, Robin's definitely interesting. Nancy and Robin find out from this dude who was said to have murdered his entire family, that music can break you out of it. Well, they pass this information along to the people that are around trying to get Max out of this thing, and they end up playing her favorite song, which is that song Running Up the Hill that you've heard pretty much everywhere by this point. You know what? I'll play a little snippet of it for you. No copyright infringement intended here, but I don't feel like you can fully appreciate this part of the story without hearing this song. Play Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. Here's Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God, 2018 remastered by Kate Bush. Like, you have to hear this song to be able to appreciate this. I'm just gonna play it until it gets to the recognizable part. I'm not gonna play the whole track. But I'm gonna be quiet and let you listen. See, I've played enough enough of it so you could recognize the part that's most often used in the show. But yeah, that song helps Max to get away from Vecna for the time being. You'll see why I say that in a minute. Well, they finally come up with this plan to get rid of Vecna. See, meanwhile, there's another thing going on with Eleven and her bunch. She's getting bullied by this girl at school and all of her friends. And Mike goes to visit and witnesses this. And finally, Eleven's had enough and hits this girl in the face with a roller skate. Can't say that I blame her. I'd, I'd do the same thing. If it was the closest thing on hand and someone made a fool of me like that. Well, they try to... The police try to arrest her, but Owens pops up and says... Hey, we'll make this disappear, but we can get you your powers back. Are you in? And she's like, okay. So they take her to this place, and guess who's there but Dr. Brenner. Yeah, she kind of loses it. Of course, I can't say that I blame her, and here's where we get into the part about Brenner. See, Brenner's thing is... He... Raised a bunch of these children And experimented on them in the lab That we talked about in season one Including Vecna Because Vecna was At one point in time This kid named Henry And he was actually the one who murdered his family And ended up getting His father framed for it Well Henry gets basically put into a coma by this. And Brunner takes him in and s- seeks to replicate his powers. He changes his name so nobody can find him. And eventually, you know, Brenner places this thing in his head or his neck that suppresses his powers. I'm not exactly sure what it is. The is now. Yes, eight. yes, alarm clock. Well, he's also made a lab orderly at this point in time. And he's basically the only one that's nice to Eleven. Because the other kids are making fun of her. So. And he basically gets punished by Brenner for something. It's been a while since I've watched that season. And I don't remember exactly what it was for. I'm re-watching right now, but I haven't gotten there. But. Eleven feels bad for him, gets rid of the thing that's suppressing his powers. Uh, big mistake, kid. Because our friend here goes on a murderous rampage and murders everyone in the building except for Brunner and Eleven. And when Eleven refuses to help him, you know, eradicate the rest of humanity, he turns on her. But she ends up winning and sending him into the Upside Down and turning him into Vecna. So, yeah, that's where Vecna came from. And it's, it's fascinating. Just seeing all that happen. But, anyway. So, they're working with Eleven, you know, showing her footage of all this stuff from the lab. Trying to get her memories and her powers back. Meanwhile, Vecna is terrorizing Hawkins and Eddie's being framed for it. Well, they finally come up with a plan to stop Vecna. Nancy, Robin, Steve, um, Max, Lucas, Dustin, Eddie, and Lucas's little sister Erica that we meet in Season 3 that I also forgot to mention. Too many people! Just too many people. Ah, Yeah, well, they end up injuring Vecna and... Max volunteers to be kind of like bait to distract Vecna and buy them some time. Well, it doesn't go well for her. Like, Eleven tries to get into her mind. Oh, and I forgot about Argyle. He's Jonathan's friend and he's on weed. Like, there's just no other way to explain it. This guy's constantly out of it. But he helps them once... He helps them, the California group rescue Eleven. With the help of Dustin's girlfriend, Susie, who I talked about earlier, they, they take Eleven to this pizza place and turn one of their freezers into a sensory deprivation tank so she can basically get into Max's mind and help fight Vecna. Well, Vecna briefly, you know, overpowers her, but she ends up getting back thanks to Mike, you know, actually freely expressing his feelings for once. He's not really good at that. Well, it's not exactly enough because Max ends up getting injured and dies for a couple of minutes and then Eleven manages to bring her back and she's still like in a coma and we don't know what's going to happen there. There's so much going on in season four, so many subplots, and that's not even all of them. So, all the while that this is going on, it turns out Hopper wasn't actually dead. He got captured by the Russians and Joyce has to go rescue him. And I'm not even going to get into that because there's so much going on there, too, that it's crazy. And I've already spent half an hour just, go- just on plot devices. But let's just say that the Upside Down starts to get into Hawkins because Vecna has managed to murder so many people and there are gates opening up and it's, it's chaos. Well, Eddie ends up dying trying to protect everyone else and getting murdered by a bunch of demobats. Yeah, they're, they're basically Demogorgons in bat form or something. I don't know. It's, it's chaotic. Especially the last few episodes of the season are very chaotic. There's so much going on at one time that you just can't. There's no good way to explain it all. That's not that's not the end of the episode. I'm going to pause, get a drink before my voice quits, and then we're going to come back. And I'm going to tell you my thoughts on all this. Okay, we are finally back. <laughs> finally, as if we've been gone for like a bazillion hours, but I hate when I have to break an episode in the middle. But this, from here on out, is all opinion-based, so the spoilers shouldn't be as massive here but what do I think about this it's, it's insanity like it's awesome and insane and it's just so it's so crazy although I do despise their new habit or their habit of getting us comfortable with someone and then killing them off like Bob oh my god that hurt I have cried over Billy and you don't even and Billy is not very likable and then Eddie and Max like right back to back oh my god I was broken into a million pieces and then when Eleven ends up presumably getting murdered fighting the Demogorgon in season 1 it's it's painful I was sitting here sobbing like a little baby I was I was a mess oh and Brenner also gets murdered in season 4 but no one cries over him Because he's an idiot. (laughs) He got what he deserved. I'll I'll leave it at that. But it's, it's total insanity. And I didn't even touch on all the plot points in the other half. But we're done with plot. There are some characters that you instantly connect with. Eleven. Will. Robin. Nancy to an extent. There are some that are instantly unlikable, Lucas. Yes, I can't, I cannot stand Lucas. I forgot one of the instantly lovable ones, and that was Dustin. I mean, who doesn't love Dustin? <laughs> but, yeah, there are some that you like, some that you don't, some that you just kind of wonder about their sanity. And some that must have nine lives because it seems like they can get through anything and not end up dead. I swear, though, if Hopper even gets so much as a scratch in the last season, like, season five is going to be the end of it. If if Hopper even gets so much as a scratch, he is done for. I swear the man has used more than his allotted nine lives. (laughs) And there are some of my favorite characters that I'm worried about for the last season because we know Vecna's angry. And who knows what he's going to pull. I'm extremely worried about Dustin because of what happened with Eddie. Vecna could easily use that against Dustin. So, yeah, there's a lot of people I'm worried about in this next season. And there's some people that if they kill off, I'm going to have to hunt them down and throw things at them. Like rocks and explosive rocks and more explosive rocks. I don't know. But I won't go into my list right now. Because we'd be here for the rest of the night. I don't think you want to do that. But like I said. To say that it's insane is an understatement. There's so much going on all the time. I don't think there's a slow moment. Some people think. Seasons 2 and 3 are slow. No. I don't see it. I'm not discrediting their opinion. I'm just saying I don't see it. It's like. And it doesn't, it doesn't waste time getting into the action either. Like I said, first episode, we've got stuff happening. Like, there's not even much to build up. It's just poof. I swear, though, if they kill off any, if they kill off anybody else that people are, like, super attached to, I'm going to have to detach their heads. Like, there's one episode that people hate a whole lot, and I actually like it, and it's in season two, uh, part of the stuff that I didn't get to, because there was so much going on. It's called The Lost Sister, and if if you've seen the show, you know the one I'm talking about. A lot of people hate it. I think it's kind of enlightening in some ways. What? Oh. Messenger. E. But in, in a lot of ways it's kind of enlightening as to, you know, how certain characters ended up the way they did. And kind of showing them coming to realize who they are. It's it's definitely interesting. And I feel like I had to step up for that episode in particular because of the amount of hate it gets. I I don't think I hate any one episode. I don't really hate anything. Except for their tendency of killing off some of the nicest characters in the entire show. Poor Bob. He did not deserve that. Bob, Alexi, Eddie, none of them deserved what they got. It's just... No. But I am eagerly awaiting season 5 and... It seems like the clock is never going to move fast enough. It kind of makes me worry for a lot of characters, though. Like I said, because if this is going to be the last season, they're going to have to pull. They're going to have to pull some major stuff. Vecna's is going to be. Vecna's going to be all over the place. He's going to be really mad. So we don't know what could happen. Like I've got a whole list of people I'm worried about. Jonathan, Steve, Will. Like Will is basically linked to the upside down. So if something happens to Vecna, Will could be in trouble. And yet they have to get rid of Vecna or none of this crap's ever going to stop. So to say it's crazy and there's a lot of unknown is an understatement. But I really should have made this back in the summer. I just got so distracted. At the time I finished it, the Jeopardy channel was about to come out. And I just got so distracted by that that I just hadn't made this yet. But you have it now. I'm going to stop rambling because this episode is shaping up to be extremely long. And I just... I hope I didn't ruin the series for any of you guys. Like I said, I did put a spoiler warning right at the beginning. If you failed to heed it, that's your fault. But... As we like to say around here... Well, I'm going to sign off. And as we like to say around here and in the words of Bob Barker... Remember to get your pets spayed or neutered and help control the pet population. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Evil Chocolate Grab Bag. If you'd like to contact me or support me, you can do that in a number of ways. First, if you'd like to contact me, you can do so via Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and on the Good Pods Network at EvilCookies98. Via email at theevilchocolatecookie at gmail.com, via Skype, searching for The Evil Chocolate Cookie, and via Discord at theevilchocolatecookie number 4569. If you would like to support what I do, you can do that via listener support on this podcast, or via Patreon at patreon.com theevilchocolatecookie. One-time donations are also possible at streamlabs.com slash theevilchocolatecookie1. Adding slash merch to the end of that URL will take you to the merch shop where you can get your own goodies. My other content can be found on YouTube at theevilchocolatecookie, at twitch.tv slash theevilchocolatecookie, and on TikTok at theevilchocolatecookie. Thank you for listening. You're the best. And don't be evil.